Internet, and welcome to Say Report Junior, the podcast where two friends who have not met in real life record their internet conversations, and a podcast you should be listening to, downloading, and subscribing to every week. I realize something yes. every time I say that. Okay. Which is that you shouldn't be I, like you shouldn't be subscribing every week because that would mean you're unsubscribing, you're unsubscribing and unsubscribing. And subscribing. That's very uh, true. But. I hmm. am too used to saying it now. So. <laughs> and it's not going to change. I got so nervous when I started recording this because it it didn't go. And then as soon as you started talking, it went. And I was like, oh, it usually doesn't do that. There was like a lag, but it worked yeah. out. Well, good. <laughs> you say that now. You say that now till we go to check it later. Yeah, uh. exactly. And it's like, it's like. Oh, welcome to the Cinema Junior. That reminds me. That reminds me of, and I don't mean to put you on blast or oh, pull great. back the curtain too much, but I remember when we recorded the E3 episodes, and they were twice as long as we were used to, <laughs> and so you had the fade out just kind of built into the template. Yep. And so we thought we lost the back half of one of those episodes for yeah. about twenty minutes there yep. while we freaked out. <laughs> that was awful. And then uh, when I realized what had happened, I was like. Oh, thank God! It was just my stupidity, <laughs> and not, mute. and not. It just went on mute a little bit. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. Yeah, uh, I got so hey, scared. we've been doing this. We've been doing this long enough that we can do callbacks now. Uh, <laughs> great, and and we can give a little behind the scenes. I'm okay with that. <laughs> so, um, let's get started proper, I guess. Now that the now that the joking is out of the way, how has your week been? Uh, it's been pretty good. Been, it's been a um, spoilers. Uh, I, I did mention it before. I think I mentioned it last week. It is my birthday coming this week. Uh, <laughs> <but> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't have like a way to make confetti sounds with my mouth. So. <laughs> that's like there a, you go. That's like an explosion. That's yeah, it just confetti. sounds like I'm blowing something up yeah. in your honor. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it so far has been a pretty good start to the week, to the birthday week. Um, I got something in the mail today that was very, very exciting. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I have I no idea what you mean. I mean, it could be of the mug variety. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, everybody, Zach and I now have matching mugs. Matching podcasting matching mugs. Matching podcast um, mugs. Because we're giant nerds. <laughs> um, so one of the reasons, one of the things that I told you, I had like a small story to go with this. This yeah, whole thing comes from a, for the listening audience who obviously can't see anything uh they are plain pictures there will be pictures but they are plain white mugs on one side is a set of headphones and on the other side it says don't talk to me before i've had my podcast um these are a part of a generic podcasting like brand of products from the McElroy brothers who i think i've mentioned before but have never fully explained um there's a podcast there's a podcast out there called my brother my brother and me it's been going for like eight eight years i think this year it's one of the like longest running podcasts but it's a it's a fake advice show basically (laughs) they they take questions from their audience they take questions from yahoo answers and they just basically make fun of everybody um very good very good good, very funny they have spawned out many many other podcasts as well as like they do like they did like a they do a D podcast that just had a graphic novel go up of their first adventure they do they did a um, when CISO was still a thing, the comedy streaming service CISO, and now I think you can get these on on Google. But they did a a season of a TV show of their podcast, which they took one question of their um, they took one question from their audience and then ran around their hometown of Huntington, West Virginia, asking Ask people. people to help help <laughs> help them with this problem, which is excellent. Um, 
unfortunately, I don't know if v, I think VRV is a website that has like a bunch of different streaming stuff to it and you used to be able to watch the episodes for free on there. I don't know yeah. if you still can. If you can, I urge people to go out and find the job resume episode <laughs> where they go to a bunch of different businesses in Huntington and um, they're trying to pad their resume so they can go to um, one of their father-in-law who, who lives in town um, who they used to work for <laughs> and go back and try and get their old job back from when they were like in their 20s. And so they're going around town padding their resume trying to to go to that. And it's it is very, very funny. That's fantastic. Um, oh, my God. But one of one of the other things that they have done um, start, as well as filming their show in their hometown of Huntington, West Virginia, is that they are constantly doing charity work specifically for West Virginia and for Huntington, because um, West Virginia is one of the biggest states hit by like the opioid crisis and all this stuff. So. I would be happy to tell you this over the air. The sale of these two mugs went to a opioid charity oh. in Huntington, West Virginia. Well, there you <laughs> so go. You, so you got a birthday gift, and we gave money to charity. Yay! Hey, it's a win-win, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm it's a win-win. I'm okay with that. That's awesome. So, um, happy birthday. Yay! <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I was very happy. I saw it, and I just started laughing. I'm like, this is fantastic. And I didn't <laughs> yeah, know that they were matching. Like, I must not have saw that in the text. Yeah. So yeah, they, when you... Because they, the, they had the mug. They've got, like, tie-dye T-shirts that just That's say, like, great. podcaster on them. Oh, my God. And it, they're all very generic. Like, purposely, they look just generic. like generic off-brand something. Like, they, like they're oh, knocking God. off a brand. We just don't know what brand it is. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Um, it was... I was going to launch... This is a little story. It's like not negative, but it is slightly negative. But <laughs> I did tell you that I had a story along with the mug of my own. It was just when um, I used to know someone who got really upset with people if they drank cold liquids out of a mug. Oh, Come on. Like, All I have is mugs. I don't have a lot of glasses in my house. I have like yeah, 30 mugs. Yeah. So, yeah. so like to the to like screaming. And uh, so I started. So I I'm not friends with this person anymore. Um, <laughs> Probably and, for the story you're about to tell. <laughs> and it was just like it's it's really just that. Like I I had water left over from the day at, from my day at work. So I just poured it in my mug. And as I'm pouring it into the mug, I was reminded of this person and like how upset they used to get over it. And <laughs> the sound of glass just, tinkling off of ceramic just like, really messed with them. Of oh, ice, I meant. I said glass. Ice, I meant yeah. ice. Damn it. And it's like, <laughs> I, I think I understood what you meant. <laughs> but it's like, it's, it was such a, a strange thing that, I've ever seen someone get so like, like, so upset. Like it was scary how upset this it's, person got. Sounds like there was some sort of weird traumatic story <laughs> in that past somewhere that was like I don't know what, maybe, but something I happened with a mug in cold water somewhere. Maybe I just <laughs> I it, I was just reminded of it and and I thought I would share that. It's not a great story, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's your birthday. You but, get to tell yeah. it. Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, so it's like I said, it's been a good, it's been a bit good birthday uh, week, I guess. It started off a little rough because I saw a movie that um, we might discuss, we might not. Um, I started off, I, I guess the week, um, I think it was Thursday. It was either Thursday or Friday. Devin and I went and saw. Sorry to bother you. 
and um you did and then you texted me and were like uh did you like this or not because yeah. i don't know how to talk about it yet <laughs> like i thought it was fine i i understand why people wouldn't like it but it is a movie that because of the way I watch movies, I think I've, again, I'm going to keep saying this sentence. It's my new catchphrase. I think I've talked about this before. I don't, I'm not the type of person that can shut my brain off to watch a movie, which means that a movie like Sorry to Bother You, which I think has a lot contextually going on, even if the movie itself is not particularly well made. I think I might like the fact that I could think a lot while I was watching it is something well, that fascinated me. So, the, so it was like that in the beginning. And then, spoilers, he gets hit in the head with a cola can and everything goes to shit. <laughs> like, yeah. literally, that movie had gotta... a story and had a message up until he gets hit in the head with that Coke can. And I then think it's the like third act. Dream. Yes. And, and uh, now that you say that, the second you said that, it occurred to me that there's a possibility that nothing that happens in that third act actually happens. And now I have to go back and watch that movie. But here's the thing, Zach. <laughs> it does. It I mean, all that's does it. It happen. Does. In the universe of the movie, it happens. But I think it's there a lot like taxi driving. There are horse people. There are. See, so here's the thing. Did anybody tell you about that before you no. went into it? I knew that there was a third act twist going into it, and I knew that there was a thing that people refused to talk about when they went to talk when they went to go see it. Because I saw it maybe the second or third week it was out, because it was at one of the draft houses. It was at the, the draft house in El Paso out here. Yeah. So I got to go see it fairly early. But even then, like, I watching, I, I follow um the guy that wrote and directed this movie. His name is Boots Riley. He's a member of The Coup. It's a rap group um, who, incidentally, in 2012, their last album was named Sorry to Bother You, and now their new album is Sorry to Bother You, the motion picture soundtrack, oh, wow. which is very confusing because <laughs> uh, they did all the music for the movie, all yeah. the original music for the movie and stuff. Um, but I followed him. On, I started following him on Twitter when I first heard about this movie, and I was like, oh, you know, this looks interesting. I'm going to follow this guy. And as soon as people started to see the movie, he started retweeting literally everybody who talks about the movie as oh, like wow. a market master yeah. marketer yeah. that way. Yeah. But that also meant that for like the first two weeks before I got to see it, what I saw was a bunch of retweets for him of people being like, holy crap, I had no idea what was going to happen. I'm so glad this wasn't spoiled. What am I? Oh, my God, that got crazy at the end. All of this stuff. So I knew something was coming. I did not expect horse, horse people, people, like you said. <laughs> It, I just, I just can't, like, it, it brought me so out of that movie, and I, there, so, uh, I don't even know how to talk about it. It is, it's it is like, a movie that takes place in Oakland, and uh, does theoretically take place, quote-unquote, in the near future, as, yes. like, a, as a thing. Like, it totally. is a... It is a it is a world in which capitalism has gone has started going to its extremes, yes. and like Amazon is like the big bad guy in this movie. It's not they don't call it that, but mm -hmm. it's Amazon, mm -hmm. it, and so yeah. So there was a somewhat dystopian sci-fi element to that movie, totally. but yeah, once the, once was... the once the hybrid people start showing up, it is a very different feeling. In it that was third. just <laughs> it like had like the whole beginning of the movie is like quick synopsis. It's like. The the guy he he is poor like he doesn't have money he and he gets a job as a telemarketer, all right. And for you for those of you who have not seen a trailer or anything, um, I can't 
remember his name. Is I forget the name of the character, but his name is Lakeith Stanfield. Lakeith he Stanfield. is in. Okay. Um, for anybody out there who saw Get Out, I know I don't know if you still I didn't have or see not. That. No, no, no. He is. He is. He has a part in Get Out as all well. Right, uh, all right. He is. He's yeah. I mean, uh, he very was good cool. Part. I I liked him, but like so that he goes he he goes to a um he gets a job as a telemarketer. He's black and they. As soon as he is, um, like, giving, having the phone calls, people are hanging up on him. And whether it's because he has a, a quote-unquote black voice or whether it's because he's a telemarketer, it's still, it, it's more leaning towards because he sounds black. Because yeah. he is black. Um, but then Danny... Danny Glover is there, right? Yeah. You, yep. You were I almost said Donald. Donald you? <laughs> I almost did. Uh, Danny, Glover Danny Glover is there, yes. <laughs> and he gives him his his advice of put on your white voice. And I want to say that is a fantastic conversation that they have. That's one of the first things that hit me because the conversation that he has with him about it is don't just do a mocking yes. white voice like don't 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 do the thing mm-hmm. where someone goes up on stage as a stand-up comic and still, like wants to make fun of white people and so they just kind of get all uptight and sound. it's like yeah no he says uh what is one of the, he says to him sound talks to them like you're not going to get pulled over by the cops on the way home or something yeah, like that like all of these really yeah it's it's also like talk around the bush references to yeah. the fact that, like Sound like you're comfortable in America, mm-hmm. which is the, what, kind of what he's trying to say, yeah. and, he, which means you have to sound white because they're, they're the people that are comfortable, are comfortable in America. Yeah, I right. think it's what he exactly says. I mean, not exactly, but I remember it pretty well. He's like, um, talk like you don't need this job. Talk like you're, all your bills are paid and you have no worries when you get home. Talk like you have a Ferrari sitting for you outside of this building and that you're only here because it's something to do. And and then he like starts talking like David Cross. Exactly. And it does yes. not sound good. <laughs> yeah, it's a little it's it's I mean it's not supposed to, but it is also very Yeah, but it's slightly off putting. I don't know. Because that was in the trailer, I think I go, I was used to that idea going in. So I was see, like, okay, this is going to sound strange. I um, didn't see that trailer. But it's also, and and Devin, we'll probably talk to you about it at some point. It's not good sound mixing. And it's, it's that's what it is. I, like, because I thought at first it was supposed to be like that, which maybe, but at the same time, it, it is a- it's not... It's not good. It is not a good way to portray that. And more, and more importantly, is it's not really synced up to their lips, lips. when they're talking. I think that when the boss shows up later and it's Patton Oswald, mm-hmm. I think that works a little better. But it is a, in part because you almost there's only one time in that entire movie where you hear his real voice. Yeah. And so because there's nothing to compare it to for most of the movie, I think it works better. But it's also it's just but. it's so distracting to watch because you're and they it's almost like they know that it's out of sync, too. And that's like we can't fix it now. It's too far gone because like there are no close ups of their mouth when they are talking in white voice. Or I mean, and, and this is like, me. As as someone, uh, admittedly, as someone who wants to champion this movie a little bit more, because I think I, I again, be, I have a very hard time separating my 
sitting by watching everything with my brain going all the time and my did I enjoy this thing brain they tend to overlap but sometimes they don't sometimes I love watching a movie and I'll I love thinking about a movie and hate it entirely that that didn't happen with this I did enjoy watching this too so I'm definitely coming from the other side of the fence on this oh, one definitely I could never watch um, this again I could never sit down and watch this movie again uh, and yet I can't wait to because definitely mm-hmm. there's stuff I'm thinking about Oof, um no <laughs> but there is a part of me that's that looks at that and goes okay so this is weird and it throws you off and it's not and again this is partially because i know a lot of the I'm, at this point know a lot of the background stuff and know a lot about boots riley mm-hmm. boots riley is not is a very is very much a uh anti-capitalist um you know street rapper a lot of his music is about that. When you watch it, the way he tweets, he talks about that. He actually just recently got into a whole thing with Spike Lee because Black Klansman just came out. Yeah. And he wrote a whole thing criticizing the fact that that movie makes the cops look like glorifies the cops in an era when they were working with the KKK to blow up churches. And oh, so wow. like the fact that the black like that they, they make the bet all of the, the cops in Black Klansman such heroes. He's like he did not like that idea so like he got into a whole thing about that so that's kind of the place that this is coming from and so he's also been like fighting for i think they finally got an international um release uh distribution for this for uh sorry Sorry to to bother bother you you. okay yeah because he had been fighting for a while because a lot of people in europe did not want to didn't there's like a whole thing in europe and i mean you, you get it in america too that black lead movies don't make don't make money in europe so why would we bother putting it out so like so fighting for that kind of thing so the idea that he would make a movie an independent film i'm going to imagine that this was probably this is a very low budget film and so i think and i think very purposely in that he uh, he had a vision that he wanted to make and so uh, the best way to make sure that vision made it onto screen was to not take money from other people, um, which also means that they, you know, the sets are very simple. Like a, a lot of the shots are really simple. A lot of the exposition you get just from conversations after the fact um, kind of thing, because then they can limit the number of sets they have to build, that kind of thing. So I also think that when you're talking about the sound mixing with those voices, I also like, think that the idea that it was not only out of sync, but very uncomfortable to watch kind of on purpose because because uh, even when he does it at the bar later with like tessa thompson and, and steven yen and all them they're like dude stop doing that it's really weird yeah. and so i think that it's meant to not become like not i think that i but... think that he took the idea of uncomfortable to watch and just matched it with so we're just not going to sync it up which i don't think is the best way to do that no but i think no! that's yeah <laughs> that is not good at all like i get like i get <laughs> why you didn't like that like i like i'm not blind to that fact whether or not it was purposeful or not is like it's it, was it a, wasn't it was a, a good mistake. it was not a good yeah i don't okay. yeah <laughs> I, no i think that's and, and i think that's perfectly fair but i think it's perfectly I, fair. my biggest problem with it that was more uh that like my biggest problem with it was the whole second half of the movie completely just like it it feels like the message is just gone by that time and it's like now this dude uh has to deal with his success and losing his friends and all that and blah 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 and like how like i feel like the i just feel like the message got so muddled and like so got 
buried under this weird fever dream that actually happened. Like, yeah, I don't see, I wouldn't even say because I wouldn't even say. Happened. Yeah, and I wouldn't even say that the message gets muddled as much as it is that it's like that message. The, the, the whole, I mean, basically, the message is everyone should unionize and capitalism sucks. That's the whole message. Yeah. That's the whole message of the movie. It's a very simple message, and it's a very simple story. And so I think what happens is that in the third act, this decision was made to take all of the stuff that's happening in the background where you see like the Amazon company, the Amazon stand in company has started to basically enslave people. But what they're doing is saying you come basically live. they do. I mean, they do. They, they enslave do. People. They enslave they people. <laughs> people. But what they do is they call it they, they call it your working at the you're working and living at the company, which means you never have to, have pay, to pay for room and board. And we're going to give you food. And then you just come to work and go to your dorm. And it's great. You don't have to go anywhere. And this is literally how mines worked 100 years, not even 100 years ago, 50 years ago even. Like that's part of, again, to bring up West Virginia again, West Virginia coal (laughs) mines, it was like a thing where you would like, you would live in the town that the mine owned and you would go to work and they would give you not American money, they would give you like company money to go at the company store in the company town and everything was, that's all like historically stuff that has happened and I could easily see Amazon willing to do that. Mm. Uh, (laughs) But all of the stuff that's happening in the background where you're seeing it on TV and you're seeing stuff that's going on and then it, it takes what's a very personal story in that world and decides now we have to show you that world now we have to show you this personal story interacting with that world we created and i think that's where it starts to get and they start to basically hammer the message over your head like do you get it yet do you get it yet yeah. do you get it yet it's yeah. like no, we got it like at the beginning of the movie <laughs> like that was how the movie was set up yep. we didn't have to so I, again i don't think it's that the message horse. gets i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're literally bringing horses into yeah. it so that yeah it was crazy yeah but but to move on to a movie that I actually enjoyed and would okay. love to talk about. Have you ever oh, seen? Right. So uh, yesterday, was it yesterday? Nope, two days ago, Sunday night. Uh, have you ever seen Rebel Without a Cause? No, but I've watched a lot of Futurama and Fry is based <laughs> on James Dean. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's all Fair I know. Enough. No, they're like, no, I've never seen Rebel Without a Cause. <laughs> um, so I had never is, seen is it. Is it Rebel Without a Cause? Which one is he wearing the red jacket in Rebel Without yes. a Cause? Yeah, no, okay, it's the, definitely yes, it, is, it is Rebel. It's not. Okay. It's um. I don't know if the character is based off of. Well, I mean, the, the outfit. Uh, is. His Jim look Stark, is based on. But yeah. it's his look. That's even yeah. in the IMDb trivia. Um, yeah. is that Fry's outfit is based that was that on like that James was on like Dean. Showcase Cinema trivia at some yeah, point. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh, but here's the thing, Rebel Without a Cause. I I so. Devin and I have been going, well, we we go to these TCM movies every once in a while. And um, so usually when we see a movie, not usually, but lately when we see a movie that everybody loves and says is one of the greatest movies or blah, 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 we come out of it saying, how? Why are people (laughs) so connected to this movie And why do they think it's as good as they think it is? So I was really nervous that going into Rebel Without a Cause, that's how we were going to come out. But no. Oh my God, is this movie fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) I say fantastic now because of what I read about today. But it it was just so fun and such a good, like, 
it was very happy. I was very happy to watch that, and it, it like completely cleaned my mouth of <laughs> "Sorry to Bother You," and I never have to talk about "Sorry to Bother You" again. Um, I would just, I can just talk about Rebel without a cause, and I don't want to spoil anything for you until you've seen it. All right. So that I'm gonna give you a little bit of homework. <laughs> Of going of of watching Rebel Without a Cause, I because bet you can find it somewhere and watch that oh, before totally. next week. Totally, I'm sure you can. Um, I own a copy, but that will not get to you. Before. <laughs> 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 um, I mean, it might, but I do I do own a copy, which I bought because it was five dollars. So I bought the movie before I ever saw it. But um, yeah, it's it's one that I am not going to spoil and just say that I really enjoyed it. Um, and wait for you to watch it, and then we can talk about it. All right. <laughs> so, I'm yeah. gonna assume no horse people. Uh, there are no. Thank <laughs> God there are no horse people. Because if there were horse people in Rebel Without a Cause, I probably would have been done with movies. <laughs> like, honestly, See, we've, everyone, we've met the we've met the one the fundamental difference between Dale and I. You give me a horse person. I'm so interested. I I will not stop watching the movie until <laughs> I figure out what the hell's going on. <laughs> oh God! It just made. Me oh, sense. if only horse but... people showed up in Spider-Man. Uh... No! <laughs> Don't even say that. Why would you say that? Because it got this reaction. <gasps> <laughs> no! <laughs> I would uh... cry. I would literally cry my eyes out and try to muster through. <laughs> I'm like, well, he's obviously a villain, so he's obviously going to get taken care of. All right, I'm okay with it. I just justified it. <laughs> um, speaking uh. of Spider-Man, I probably only have four missions left, so we our, our Spider-Man episode should be coming soon. Yeah, what was the... Just um, so you know. Oh, I, don't, I was about to say what was the last one you did, but that could spoil it for some people. That could spoil but, it for some people. Okay, we'll spoil yeah. it. We'll spoil it another time. Another time. But yeah, so, um, I mean... I've been on my week for, oh, I was going to talk about Dave and Buster's. I did a VR. Okay, so Dave and Buster's has a VR Jurassic World game. Oh, my God. It is so much fun. All all you're doing is scanning dinosaurs, so there's really not, like, that much action. But it is so much fun. That's exactly what I want out of a Jurassic Park game. Are you kidding me? Yeah, right. I just walk around and look at stuff. (laughs) Exactly. And yeah, you're just scanning them. I won. There was four of us. I won. I got. I scanned 31 dinosaurs. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> so basically, what you did was you played Pokemon Snap, the, the uh, Jurassic yeah. World version. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Pretty much. And it was. <laughs> and it was like we were on like a little roller coaster. Nice. It was 4D. <laughs> so it was a roller coaster that shook around a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. That was it. That was it. But it was so much fun. It, oh my god, it was so cool. If there are Dave and Buster's around you and they have this, I recommend it. It's five dollars. It's worth it to do at least once. Hmm. It's fun. <laughs> it's the first time that I have fun with Jurassic World. Uh- <laughs> Ooh, ouch. Yeah. Damn. I had Damn. to say it. <laughs> hey, you know what? It had to be said. It's okay. I'm okay with that. <laughs> But yeah, so how is how has your week been? Any any updates on the Nuzlocke? What's what's been going on in uh, Zach? Yeah, world? finally finally went back to the Nuzlocke a little bit, got through the safari zone, that's going fine. Um I caught 
<laughs> so, um, yeah, you got in my head yes. about the duplicate thing. Oh. And so, because here's the problem with, with Fire Red and a lot of the first gen games. Mm. There's only 150 Pokemon. Exactly. I never thought I would say that. But there's only 150 Pokemon. <laughs> and so there are entire routes in that game that are made up of, um, of Pokemon I've already caught. Well, yeah, because think about, like, within that 151, it are legendaries and things that aren't available in other games. Uh, like, and, and, like, evolutions. Like, you, cut, you get an evolution. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you're down to, like, 80 already. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah. okay. And you're... And, you're playing Fire Red, right? Or you're playing yes. Red? So I'm playing Fire Red. Yep. There are Pokemon in Fire Red that aren't in... Yep. Like, there are there are Pokemon in Leaf Green or whatever. Yeah, Leaf Green? Yep. Right? Leaf, Leaf Green. Green. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. There are Pokemon in Leaf Green that are not in Fire Red. So it cuts it yes. down even more. So I get what you're saying. <laughs> right. So what I would do so in my sucks. head, I was like, because like in my head and I went back and checked to see if I had said this reasoning out loud in other ones. And maybe I did and maybe I didn't. But where I was like, I'm just going to go back in the first one I run into at this point. Like I'm down to like I'm losing Pokemon fast. I need more. So what I'm going to do is just go back and catch the first one I find regardless of whether it's a duplicate. And so All I'd right. done that a couple of times and there was always Pokemon that were already dead. So it's not like I ever had two of the same one at the same time. Okay. But I caught a third Rattata and I felt bad about it. So now it's just sitting in a box just awkwardly. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm just not going to touch you because I because I. Because I managed to catch a couple of them. Because I've got a couple of other. So I've got like 10 now, if you don't include that one. So I've got the six in my party and four extra. So I was like, you know what? Just sit in this box and I'm going to pull you out if I get really, really desperate again. <laughs> sit in this but box otherwise... and think of what you've done. <laughs> yes. Think about what you've done being the third Rattata <laughs> in this game. That's crazy. So. <laughs> I never even thought of that. I never even took that into consideration with the like the first gen. If you yeah. if you do a first gen Nuzlocke, because yeah, yeah there really is. There is. There I have come across at least four. Pokemon. Nope, I have come across at least four routes where there are like I've got two sitting blank on my list where there is not a sing because there isn't a single new Pokemon in either of those routes. And I was like, well, Crazy. not gonna bother. Yeah. So uh, that was the, that was why I went into the Safari Zone and I used the the one that got me the most Pokemon and still only got two out of it. Yeah. So. Oh, one of which was a Nidoran, which I could have caught before. Oh. Which is really obnoxious. It's obnoxious to go in the Safari Zone and come out with a common Pokemon. Uh. Yeah, no, and I just thought of this too. Like, you also only get one starter, so, like, that eliminates some Pokemon too. Like, you can't just go out and catch a Charmander or a Squirtle. Nope. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, and nope, this isn't yellow. They don't give you that option. Nope. Uh, <laughs> nope. So wow. I never, never even occurred to me yeah. to think of that. So I'm That's officially crazy. at a point now. So I'm officially at a point where I don't know what, like, I know where I'm supposed to go next, but I don't think I've ever gotten this far in a first-gen Pokemon game before. I think when I played Blue, Silco was the farthest I got because I was, like, 12, and at some point... You were like, I'm I done know. with this. Yeah, I was either either I was done with this or like something else distracted me and I was like, I'll get back to this later and never did. So like I'm like, oh god, I don't know what comes next, which is weird for a twenty year old game to not know what comes next, but there it is. Um half exciting, half terrified. Um, I get that. <clears throat> especially considering you only have ten, maybe eleven Pokemon at yeah. this present moment. <laughs> 
Uh, let's it's see. What else have nervous. I done this week? It's been a very, it's been like a very, it's a very long week, like work-wise. It's yeah. football season now and volleyball oh. season, which means I'm going to two different sets of home games all the time. Like I worked until like eight o'clock, nine o'clock last night for a freaking volleyball game. <laughs> so like I haven't had time to do other stuff. Um, I'm getting ready. I'm ramping up. I'm working my way to my like Halloween rewatch for this year because um, the new one's coming out in a couple yes, weeks. Yeah. And uh, even though I technically only have to watch the first one for that, God, continuity in horror movies is crazy. <laughs> we talked about what are these? I'm going to do it now. Okay. Here so, we go. Let's do <laughs> it. We go. I'm ready. Um, my fa- One of my the craziest things in um, horror fandom for me is continuity within movies because I think about the MCU a lot. Yep. And ever since we did the Infinity War episode, I've been thinking about the fact that there's like this whole big conversation about you can't watch – you can't just jump into Infinity War because there's all these other movies you have to watch. And some of them you do and don't, but it is a 10 years, 20 movie continuity you are following. And with this new Halloween movie coming out, it is literally a sequel to the first Halloween and completely disregards everything. 10 other movies. Yep. (laughs) It is insane. And like horror movies do that all the time. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre has four different continuities going in it right now. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. That's crazy. But and I feel I... like, yeah, like I feel horror movies. I feel like are the are easy to make, so I don't think people care about continuity, which well, it, sucks. It is. It is <laughs> well, it's interesting. It it sucks. It, it doesn't. It doesn't because it what it does is like not having to think about continuity opens up a lot of freedom for people. Mm. Um, the closest analog that I think for general audiences is Spider Man. In 15 years, we had three different Spider-Men. This is very true. And not to mention the fact that the game that just came out is a completely different continuity from all three of those. (laughs) And comics do this all the time, which is why it's really funny that the MCU is so, like, tied to it, is that there's just no continuity whatsoever if you're jumping. If you jump four years from one comic to another in a comic book, you're probably not even reading the same character. Oh, no. That's um, why it's so it's um it's kind of difficult for me in comic books because I will find one and I'm like this happened uh, so, this is a tangent sorry um, that's fine so it happened with me and Silk which you know you know who Silk is I've talked about Silk yes yes you so have. it it happened with Silk and when I first learned who Silk was and if for anybody who doesn't know Silk is a character who um she was also i think i don't remember if she was also on the field trip but she was in the same area as peter when he gets bitten by the spider and supposedly before the spider died it was able to jump onto her and bite her as well i love that that's not even trying um, that's just like oh we didn't even bother coming up with a new spider <laughs> in this one yep yeah, so, <laughs> and then she was locked very away. Cat, very Captain Ahab of yeah. that spider. Yeah, <laughs> like... um, She was locked away by, um, I can't remember his name. It's something with an M, and it's not, um, it's not the vampire. Oh, God. Oh, more, nope, I was about to say, I was about to say Morlock, but that's not right. No. That's. A character. That's a thing. That's like a species from Time Machine. Uh, well, because um, there, I think it's Morbius, but it's not Morbius who locks her away. It's some other character who I never heard of. It's um, the monarch from from Venture Brothers. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so she gets locked away, 
and I I don't remember if she gets tortured or whatever, but she yeah she 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 is locked away in a bunker for like years, like fifteen years, and is told that these like uh, Spider Man is evil or something. I could be misremembering. Plus, it's there's a lot of ways that people tell these stories, so <laughs> right. I could I mean, be combining the that they change two all things. the time. Yes, yeah. exactly. And I mean, it's also one of the things that I love about the Spider Man universe and the Spider Verse in general is because it there are so many things that can be happening. So it's like you can pick and choose what you like and go with that. Um, but the idea of Silk is so cool to me that she and there's also a, a thing where since they were bitten by the same spider they are connected like super super spiritually and like emotionally and like just like there is so much connection between the two to the point where they are so close to each other and like something happens and they just start making out because oh because they don't there's so much connection between them it's scary and they're like we can't this we can't be doing this or whatever so whatever but um anyways long-winded explanation of this i found a silk comic and then in the same thing there were like other numbers so i was like just grabbing the numbers in order and i came home and realized that I took picked up two different installments of Silk stories. And I was like, this sucks <laughs> because I'm stuck with these comics. And I yeah. can't read them because <clears throat> they do not follow the same story at Whoops. all. <laughs> and it's like, and I've tried to go back and like try and figure out which one goes where, but it's like you can't. You can't. If you don't start at the beginning, it's very difficult now. <laughs> and that's and that's almost like and I think that's why especially with like horror movies where the audience is small but strong yes. for most of these. Oh, like there's a dedicated audience that has seen everyone. But then you're always like the idea when a new one comes out is always seems to be let's get a new audience in without having to mm. like make them watch five other movies first. And What's really interesting when you get a situation like that is sometimes you get a situation like Friday the 13th where, again, the first eight movies are the same story um, and come out in the, within 10 years of each other. But there's like two or three, four of them maybe even where they just tell you the whole story right up front. They give you like they literally start off like a last time on Friday the 13th TV oh, show wow. where it's just like, let's just go. Let's um to the point, actually, it's even really bad. The remake that came out in 2009, the last Friday the 13th movie that came out, is like four different movies smashed into one. And so, like, the opening of that movie, the first five minutes of that movie, is just a really quick, like, voiceover exposition recap of Friday the 13th Part 1. Because they're just like, they're just like, yeah, we want Jason in this movie, but if we're going to do that, we have to, um, spoiler alert for a 40-year-old movie, Jason is not the killer in the first Friday the 13th. It's his mother. And so... What? Did you not know this? Oh, you've never seen... You've never seen seen Scream. No. Yeah, and you've never seen Scream, which is, that's... Oh, God, the Drew Barrymore opening to Scream is the thing that made me ever go and watch a Friday the 13th movie. Um, 
he asks her what's your favorite scary movie and when she says Friday the 13th he says so who's the killer and when she says Jason he's like well no it's Pamela Voorhees his mother and then she kills and then she gets killed for it so there you go everybody oh, that's the opening of wow. Scream um, uh, <laughs> again I know none movie, of I'm this spoiling. oh my god <laughs> Scream was Scream was so great because Scream for that's four movies over 20 years that have their own continuity and they're just making almost making fun of the fact that people don't know as much about the movies that they say that are their favorites. Um, So the opening to the the 2009 remake is like someone saying, so the reason that Jason is a killer is because he saw his, is because he almost drowned as a kid and everyone thought he was dead. And so his mother went crazy. And so she went to back to the camp to kill all of the people that were trying to reopen it. And then she got beheaded and he saw that in the woods because spoiler alert, he wasn't really dead. The, the story of Jason is insane. It makes no sense because it's like in the first movie, he's dead. As far as anyone's concerned, he's dead. And that's why his mother went crazy and started killing people. And that makes sense. And then in the second movie, they're like, well, we want Jason to be the killer. So we're going to say that he didn't really die. He just, they all just thought he was dead. And then he grew up feral in the woods, but also knew his mother well enough that when he saw her die, that also sort of drove him crazier to kill people. It's nuts. It makes no sense whatsoever. It's a movie, you see. Uh- <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> and then, in like, and then in like the third one, it's like, okay, so just in case you didn't catch up, Jason's a killer because he saw his mother die because of this and that. And it's like they have to keep adding they to have it, to keep movie after movie, con- and explaining like, what's going. That's insane. So that's what happens when a when a movie decides that it when a movie franchise decides it has to try and keep these like all of these balls in the air, but also knows that there's new people coming in all the time. Then you get what I absolutely love, which is the Leprechaun franchise, <laughs> which literally at the end of every movie, the Leprechaun dies and then just comes back for the next movie. <laughs> And they just don't bother explaining it. And so it's like, are these different leprechauns all played by Warwick Davis? Or is he magically coming back to life? We don't know. We don't care. He's just alive at the start of the next movie. And so like, he's like thrown down a well. And then he comes back. And then he's blown up. And then he comes back. And then he's shot into freaking space where you watch him blow up. And then he comes back again. So so, uh, about the leprechaun movies, there's a... A British game show called Big Fat Quiz. Yes. Um, yeah, I love Big Fat Quiz. Yo, yay! I'm I watch so it. Happy. I watch the yearly one every year. Oh, I watch the yearly one every, Zach, every year. This is oh, a yeah. new. This is a new tier of our friendship. Let me tell you, <laughs> because I have gotten to the point where I haven't seen every episode, but it's gotten to the point where like I rewatch episodes and am quoting them, and it's a fucking <laughs> game show. It is a quiz show and i am quoting it that is that's this mm. <laughs> that's how crazy this is and how crazy i am but there's that there's that point where jonathan there's an episode where jonathan ross is teamed up with work davis oh god and they bring up the leprechaun movies and when i first saw the episode we hadn't been friends yet so I had no idea about you and your leprechaun movies. You and, <laughs> you and your leprechaun movies. Me and my leprechauns. Um, so then I'm re-watching that episode, and I was like, oh, my God. Zach loves these fucking movies. <laughs> and it's like, now I feel like I need to watch them. 
my god. I mean, you, so. and the best part about them is you can watch whatever one you want. Yeah. Because <laughs> the only the only one that he doesn't, I want to say maybe he doesn't die at the end of either of them. But there's the leprechaun in the hood movie. Yes. <laughs> Terrible. Those are the only two I don't think where he doesn't die. Is Still that... don't know if it's the same leprechaun from one to the other. But it's the only one that ends with him not. Instead, I think leprechaun in the hood ends with him rapping. Much better, I assume. Yeah. But, but um. Is... And then there's and then there's leprechaun origins, which is just. Nothing. We don't talk about that. But <laughs> how many Leprechaun movies are there? There are six with Warwick Davis. Okay. And then there's the Origins one, which was produced by the WWE and stars Wait, Hornswoggle what? as the Leprechaun. What? Yes. What? Yeah. So somewhere, somewhere <laughs> after Leprechaun, back to the hood, uh, yep. which is the last one that Warwick Davis was in, um, the Leprechaun <laughs> franchise went up for sale somewhere, and WWE bought it. And so they took Hornswoggle, who is their <laughs> leprechaun, and <laughs> decided to make him the bad guy. The problem is that, like, I don't know why, but they decided that they needed to make, like, a monster, like, quote-unquote, like, real monster movie out of it, as opposed to just being, like, a goofy leprechaun caricature. And so he's basically just, like, an imp that runs around and, like, eats through people. Oh like, it's God. nothing, like, it's nowhere near as funny. Um, um, I'm so happy that you brought up the space uh, leprechaun in space leprechaun, leprechaun in space in, so... le- leprechaun in it... the hood and leprechaun Sorry. go back to the oh hood oh my god leprechaun f- I, what i love is that it's not leprechaun in space it's leprechaun 4 in space so oh. like they're not even like oh. it's not even like it's not even like ooh leprechaun in space the time it's leprechaun 4 subtitle in space, in space. so here's here's <laughs> the thing i there's that episode where they're talking about it on the big fat quiz and John Ross says Leprechaun in space or whatever, and then and then he mentions Leprechaun in the hood, and then Leprechaun back in the hood, and I was like, those aren't real. I don't. Sorry, no, no, no. You. It's back to the hood. Oh, thank it's you. They back had to, to put the, the two in there because oh. even though it's the sixth movie, they had to it's put a two in there to let you know to it's the, the sequel to the fifth movie. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, but I am so. <laughs> I think happy. it's also the only one that explains what the lep- the leprechaun legend is. I think it's back to the hood that finally like opens with an explanation of the actual leprechaun legend. Oh After twenty God. years in six movies, that is the only one that explains what a leprechaun is. <laughs> that's fantastic yeah no but i 100 i was like i can't i don't know if he is making jokes or if these are real so i'm very happy that you were that you were seamlessly able to just integrate all three of those into the conversation (laughs) thus proving to me that they exist in the hood has iced tea it's great are you kidding me oh god it opens in the 70s so oh somehow, God. this is why I don't think they're ever the same leprechaun. Because oh this God. opens in the 70s, and Ice-T finds a magic amulet that, like, freezes the leprechaun into, like, a stone statue. Don't know why leprechaun he does it. Don't know magical. why it's important. So. But he does it. But he does it, and he's got a really bad fake Afro wig on the whole time. And oh. sticks him in a glass case, and then becomes oh a rap mogul. It's <laughs> he's actually oh. Ice-T? I mean, he basically turns into iced tea, and um, yeah, <laughs> and then it's like all of a sudden it's the late '90s, early 2000s, and he's basically iced tea. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's so they're so bad, they're oh so bad. God. Leprechaun Four, oh, okay, Leprechaun oh Four. This God. is why I don't, I, I can't tell if they're different leprechauns or the same one, because somehow in space managed to confuse it enough that I don't know anymore, because Leprechaun Four, <laughs> first off, is the worst budgeted of all six of these movies. <laughs> 
It's the worst budgeted in that. Oh, seven actually, because that includes Origins. It's got a worse budget than that. This thing looks like, I mean, early two thousands made for TV sci fi movie, oh almost God. worse than that. Like a low budget version of a sci fi original movie. That's what this looks like. Oh my God. And opens with a team of space marines on a boat on a, on a boat on a space boat on a space boat on a spaceship. Yeah, on a spaceship. And they come across a co- an asteroid comet in which the leprechaun is trying to, like, seduce some sort of alien princess to be his bride. What? That's how this opens. No what? explanation how he got on this asteroid. No explanation about who this woman is. Nothing. And then these guys just, like, for whatever reason, decide they're going to get on this asteroid and find him. And they actually kill him. This movie opens with the leprechaun dying. And oh. I think the and I think the space woman dying. I don't think she's part of the rest of the movie. I'd have to rewatch it again. <laughs> but he dies, and one of the space marines decides, "I'm going to pee on his corpse." Oh, no good reason. Just God. gonna do it. Just like, oh, and they're calling him an alien the whole time. That's the other part of this. They're, no one ever calls him a leprechaun in this movie. He's just they just think he's some weird freaky alien. So they're just like, "Hey, cool, killed a weird freaky alien." gonna pee on its corpse and so he does that and the leprechaun soul magically travels up his urine stream into his penis (laughs) and so (laughs) setting up a scene later where he comes bursting out of the guy oh my god alive again and so now i don't know if something like that just happens all the time and it's all the same leprechaun or if these are supposed to be different leprechauns yeah i don't know if these are different leprechauns now or if he's somehow just bursting out of people in all of these movies and we're just not seeing it that is fantastic the the weirdest continuity change to make in this is like oh by the way in space he travels up a guy's urine stream why like what are you talking like what is- was that his plan did he know that was gonna happen <laughs> does he does it was that his plan yes probably um <laughs> no does he does he burst out of the guy's like actual like torso or does um, he burst I mean, the, out of the, the dude's is, junk i mean the budget is not there to show him literally like the guy just dies and he goes bursting out so oh, okay. presumably out of the guy's junk but um that, oh, oh my god man. Now, oh it's so crazy i just need to see that scene <laughs> you I can just, probably find it you can probably just find that that's so funny uh, that is also a movie in which a woman um oh i think i wrote this where's my phone i definitely where's wrote my this phone so bad <laughs> oh god <laughs> I, I remember taking notes for this movie oh, because I was like, I can't fantastic. believe this movie. <laughs> um, Let's uh, we'll banter as Zach looks through his phone for his notes on Leprechaun. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I think I deleted them. Oh no! That's so Because um, there's great. a like at some point a woman says like, I'm not a. I, I think it was supposed to be like a knockoff of the I'm a doctor, not a whatever from Bones yeah. from Star Trek. What she says is, I'm a doctor. I'm not a doctor. I'm a biologist or something. Oh, so it's like, God. so a doctor. Like, I so mean, a do- you're a doctor. So you're still a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Like, you get that, right? You can get a doctorate in that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. Oh, it's oh, it's crazy. Uh, that's why, and that's why I love the Leprechaun movies, because they don't care. None of those movies connect from one to the other. There's no character that goes from one to the next. They just... They just exist. <laughs> they just exist. And then you get something like, 
uh, the Child's Play and Chucky movies where the same guy has written every single one of those. Oh, really? The same guy, the same guy is develop, trying to develop a TV series now to continue from the last movie he wrote at the same time that someone is trying to make a new Child's Play movie. It's very confusing. Oh, but, Don very... Man- but yeah, Don Mancini is that guy's name, and he wrote Child's Play 1, 2, and 3, and then he wrote Bride of Chucky, and I think he directed, wrote and directed Seed of Chucky. <laughs> And then he wrote Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky, which are the two new ones. So at some point, he lost the rights for Child's Play as the name, but he retained the rights to Chucky, the character itself, which is why with A Bride of Chucky, all of a sudden you start losing the Child's Play label. And also why Universal can now go and remake Child's Play however they want, but can't have Chucky in it. So God knows what they're going to do with that when they remake that movie. That's insane. Yeah. yeah, no, those are also movies I've never seen and probably never um, will. Uh, well, it's, I mean, Child's Play 1, good horror movie. Child's Play 2, okay. 3, boring as hell. And that is the one in which a guy is blown up by a grenade and still the most boring oh. of those movies. Um, you know what? Cause... Wait, no, go, what? You know what? What? No, no, <laughs> I was going to let you finish. Oh, um... It was just like the, that one is like by the time you get to the third movie, the kid, it's the same kid in the all three movies. And yeah. it's supposed to be that he's like, for whatever reason, stalking this one child because he's like convinced he's going to use his body to to the, the whole background story to Chucky is that some serial killer put his soul in a doll. That's the background oh. story. To Chucky. And so he's con- and so he's consistently trying to find a human body to put his soul into. And for some reason, he's fixated on this one kid for three movies. And by the third one, the kid is like troubled teenager put into a military academy. So it's Chucky versus like kid soldiers, which is really weird. That's and crazy. somehow that is the boring one. Huh. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, you know, if, you know, a horror movie that you should watch is The Brood. <laughs> I could talk I mean, about I, The Brood all day long. What? Is, I, I, okay. I definitely know The Brood and yet cannot place it. What is The Brood about? So The Brood is about a lady and she's in like um, a psychiatric care or whatever. And she has a child with a guy and they're like separated. And there are these other children that come and are basically trying to take the daughter back to with them to the mother or whatever. And you basically then, she has, like, this sack outside of her where the babies just keep coming from. Oh, God. And Sounds wonderful. <laughs> they're, they're all the, except for, the, like, the main daughter, all of these creepy, like, little children are connected. So, and she controls them with her brain, pretty much. Like, she controls them and tells them what to do. Nice. It's like it we watched it in my monster movies class. And I think I was the only person who loved it. And that is a big <laughs> thing. That is a big thing for me to be like, this movie right here, amazing. <laughs> and like it has one of the grossest scenes in it. And to the point where like I, I think someone puked or had to leave the class to puke. <laughs> Like it has one of the grossest scenes in it, and yet I could I could watch it. Uh, I've never watched it again, but it's so ridiculous. It's bad, but it is so ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it sounds right oh up my, my alley. Oh my god, you need I to mean, watch it. Here's the thing: you, you say bad. First off, 
were you listening when I described yeah, Leprechaun? No, yeah, so, so you would two, love it. <laughs> two, um, Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky involved Jennifer Tilly and Redman at one point, and <laughs> and one of the one of the hobbits voicing their child. Oh my god! <laughs> so. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, no. Uh, that's so ridiculous. Uh, yeah, you should you should try and find okay. You I gotta find, find the brood, it. and you gotta find Rebel Without a Cause. What a weird back-to-back. It'll be a good double feature. <laughs> it actually, scary enough, would be. I don't know which one I would watch first, is the thing. Uh, the brood, and then, <laughs> and then, and then, then Rebel, Rebel Without, Without a Cause. As a, as a palate as a, cleanser. As a palate cleanser. It, would, it definitely would go. It would be, it's a full circle kind of, kind of story, I think, that way. Oh dear in God. a weird way. Ugh. And in a way that's probably not true. Like, I don't think I would be able to actually verbalize why it's a good circle. <laughs> Just, you know, that's the next double feature. Oh, add right. add, Rodo, add Robo Shark in there. Whew, you're set. <laughs> Robo Shark's got to be in the middle, though. Robo Shark. <laughs> uh. Oh, God. Well. Yeah, oh, that's that's all I got for <laughs> this week. I think. Really, yeah. yeah, because everything else I want to talk to talk about uh, is gonna have to wait until I finish Spider Man. Yes. And then we will have an episode about. It's gonna be next week. Okay. I I can promise right now that I will finish Spider Man at some point this week look and next week. We I will. look forward to the text messages when you finish that story. <laughs> oh just, my god! I just need to say right <clears throat> here before we even talk about it. This is the most I have cried at a video game. <laughs> Actually, no, probably. Yeah, this is the most, and I am comparing this to Rhyme, which you asked me about, which I need to know yes. if you have started Rhyme. I did start. I went. I got through the first set of statues that you have to like yell at in that game. Okay. Yeah, I'm through the. I'm through the first set of like blue statues and started like. There was a tower with a giant orb I had to move. That was yes. the last thing I did. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. Wait. Wait. So did you do... Did you do I haven't the done, bird? I, um, there's, no, because there's okay. the little... There's the sphinx with the two keyholes. I did yes. the one keyhole. I haven't done the other one yet. Okay. So. All right. All right. So you haven't gotten to the bird yet. All <laughs> no. Right. All right. Yeah. No. Um... <laughs> no one is going to understand what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I talk about rhyme in one episode? I thought well, I talked, talked about, about rhyme, rhyme at well, one point. About rhyme. You talked about how much you loved rhyme oh, in one of the three episodes, I... and then, but we never actually went into what that game is. Yeah, because I didn't so want to we'll... spoil it. Because exactly. I didn't want to spoil it because that is a game that you just need to play. Everybody uh, needs... I can't... Okay, I cannot wait for our Spider-Man rhyme discussion. <laughs> if you just we're back to, we're back to video games next week because we're gonna actually have stuff finished that we can talk about. Um also Spider-Man is probably going to be my second plat um platinum trophy ever. Oh yeah. Yep. The first oh, one man. is Sly Cooper. Oh nice. <laughs> I hit a point where I hit a point because of the way I unlock things in open world games where the only way for me to get more stuff to unlock the rest of I think it's the suits were the last thing I needed to get to get yeah. a platinum yeah. and I can't beat the challenges with enough points to get the things <laughs> to unlock the suits. Oh yeah, that's ridiculous. So, at some point after like 3 or 4 days of trying it I was like, "You know what? I'm good. I got a good <laughs> I got the suit I got the two suits I absolutely loved, so I don't need to. Good. I don't need to worry about the rest of them, really. Right. Uh, well, look forward to that discussion, everybody. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm good. 
All right, then this has been all right. Sure, uh, then this has been Stay Report Junior, the podcast you should be listening to, subscribe to, and downloading every week. That makes more sense. Yes. I found a way to make it make sense. There you okay. go. Um, you should. I have, you should already be subscribed to it. I mean, if you're listening to this, I assume you're subscribed. I would hope but, you are. Yeah. Um, in the in the off chance that you're listening to this on our YouTube channel that you can find at Say Report Junior and haven't decided yet, I say subscribe. I think it'd be good. Um, you can also find us on Twitter at Say Report Junior, and then you can find us individually. I am at Zerwiski, and I am at Dale's Brain. And I think this means we all get ice cream. Woo! Take it away, Liz. I almost said yes. <laughs> that's not even like that's not even like will like no, where, no, where I, know. I don't know i don't i'm sorry liz i'm sorry just take it away oh we're still recording oh yeah yeah Bye. <laughs> thank you for listening to the say report with your hosts dale decker and zach sarawick please follow the guys on twitter and facebook by searching for the say report and you can always subscribe on your podcast channel so this is delivered straight to you and you can enjoy it every week with apologies to your mother, we'll see you next time.